Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. This little jab comes back and has his his right hand down, right? And then he goes like this with his wrist. Yeah. And I literally say to Samantha Bush, I'm like, why is he doing that with his hand? And he does it. He does a jab again, does it again. I'm like, why is he doing that with his hand? And then all of a sudden he throws the hardest hook he's ever thrown. All of a sudden Tyron Woodley's hand comes down, which never he wasn't doing that really. When he was parrying, his hands were like this. Yeah. All of a sudden this one was super low. So let's just let's just put this in. In five, four, three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. We got a very special ass fucking guest today. Yo, hit him with that fucking freestyle, blood. Yo. I just came to the pod. Uh, I'm so excited for this pod. Want to know why? Why? Because I had vid for like two weeks. <laughs> I, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't think. I, Yo, I was tripping. It was on Christmas Day. I felt like I wanted to go smoke some hay. <laughs> <laughs> bro, nah, I got that COVID brace still. I can't think right now, bro. This yeah. ca- everybody caught the Omarion variant. I got, dude, dude I, I was funny. I was texting Bart. And because he posted something about it, I was like, yeah, I, I, I got it. He's like, are you sure? 
I was like, yeah, all of a sudden I was in the middle of the street in the rain dancing, singing R&B. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure I got the Amari on. I was like, for some reason, I got an icebox where my heart used to be, dog. That shit was weird, bro. Like, because we were just talking about it. But like, so for you, you had symptoms for how long? Like, man, I'll tell you this. So when I had, first of all, everybody who caught the Omari on variant, mm -hmm. all their symptoms are mild. I don't know if it's because people were vaccinated. Yeah. Or it's just like the variant isn't as strong as the original COVID-19 that came Which out. Which is what I think. Yeah. That's what I think. Because yeah. I had uh, crazy hip pain. Mm -hmm. I had crazy lower back pain. Um, the, my fever lasted three days. Damn. And then on top of that, I lost my taste and smell uh, completely for maybe two weeks. Mm. And Damn, then, fuck that shit. And then I lost, but I didn't get my taste fully back for up until three or four months. Damn. Uh, but I... And even now, like sometimes my taste goes in and out, which is a little Damn, weird. Damn, that sucks. That's that lingering. Like for me right now, that lingering, like I still kind of have that itchy throw where I have to let a cough out. But yeah, this shit was weird because like I remember you kind of telling us about that and seeing people. But for me, it was Friday. I took a home test at home test, which I don't fucking trust those motherfuckers for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. So like the uh, I, I talked to a doctor buddy of mine, but he was saying that the efficacy of those in-home kit tests are mm. like, it's like 30% off. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I was like, that's a C minus, When bro. I went to Target and I bought that shit for $5, I was like, I don't know how accurate <laughs> this is going to be. But so I took one before I went to my mom's just because I'm like, all right, I'll be safe. And, you know, I didn't want to spend like 80 bucks on a rapid test. And it was negative. So I go. And then Saturday, like Saturday night, I started feeling like a little scratchy in my throat. And I was like, uh, last time, you know, we have a bunch of animals there. So it's probably just my allergies. So I go to work Sunday and I'm like, huh, starting to feel a little weird. Yeah. Like I started feeling like tired, you know, like my oh, and body. And you took the test and it said you were negative. Yeah, on Friday. See, you don't trust yeah, none of that I go, shit, at home test, uh-uh, bro, go get actually tested. And then so Friday or Sunday, I started feeling weak. I was at work with my homie Jesse and I'm just like, damn, I don't feel too bad, you know? Yeah. And it was weird. I got home later on at night, is, but right when I laid in bed to go to sleep, like everything hit me. Like, like all at once, like all of a sudden, like I got like really sore and I was like, what the fuck? My low back was super sore. So when you're talking oh, about the so low you back got pain, that shit. oh bro, my low back, I was like, yo, what the fuck? That shit fucking hurts. Yeah. Right? And then like, I got cold. So I was like, okay, I'm starting to feel cold. I got oh, that's up. That's what that ice box said. Oh bro, <laughs> I, know. I was like, I'm starting to feel cold and shit. I was like popping my chest. And then all of a sudden my fan hit me. Right. Mm -hmm. And it sent me into a shiver. Like I couldn't stop. And I was like, what the fuck? So I put on a sweater, sweatpants, a beanie. I'm just laying in bed just like this. Oh, and I started laughing. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is <laughs> so, going on? Okay, I'm dying. <laughs> and then I started getting hot, right? I started getting really hot. And then I started coughing. Then I went to sleep and I woke up. And then like the fever was away, went away. My uh, The shivers went away and my low back was pretty sore. And that but went away fast. It went away fast. But the congestion, dude, I was so congested. I was talking like this. Like I could barely breathe out. I couldn't breathe out of my left nostril, could barely breathe out of my right. And it was the worst. Like, I have bad allergies. the worst it's ever been. So like I'm like, oh, I feel good though. I was like, it must just been like a little allergy attack or something right there. See, it's right? super hard to tell because everybody's symptoms lasted very short. Exactly. So, because I didn't have like any of the body aches, but the fever and the the headache was killing me. Yeah, and that was the last thing. The headache was right at night. Like it just hit, and it would. It felt like it went like through my head, yeah. and I was just like, "Yo, this is insane." I tried to put on one of those like night like the things you put over your eyes when you sleep. <laughs> oh, yeah, bro, that shit was hurting my eyes so bad because they were so sensitive. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, so then I got tested on Monday and went to Kaiser, took two and a half hours in line. 
And then it took forever. So I actually went to work on Tuesday because I was like, oh, I feel fine. Yeah. Went to work Tuesday, canceled all my clients though Monday and Wednesday. Like just to be safe, just because, yeah. you know, I have older clients and stuff. And then Thursday comes around. I still don't get my fucking test back. So I call them. They're like, oh, the amount of tests that we have right now, it's going to be late. I was oh, like, it's like, well, then what the fuck? Yeah. So then I went and got rapid tested on Friday or I w- went to the house that I was house sitting for on Friday, took both of their at home tests, negative or positive, positive. I was like, oh, shit. Drove and got a rapid test, was positive. Yeah. I was just like, fuck. But then I had to wait, obviously. like I think, like too, it's there's like a certain peak point where when you feel all these symptoms and you test, it'll say you have it. But it's like, bro, I, I already know. Yeah, <laughs> I knew. It's like, like, I already know. That's dog. why I got tested because, you know, I was still on the fence. Like, it might just be allergies. But I was like, damn, that headache was wild, though. Like, yeah. I never had that. And then the congestion that I had. Dog, I was when like, I was. Woo. Because I, I went to the, when I caught COVID, I booked a hotel and I left, right? Mm-hmm. Because. I remember. Yeah, you stayed in the Dog, I, I, I cried, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking, on like the fourth day. Mm-hmm. I didn't, because I'm a, I'm, t- I'm a natural introvert, right? Yeah. But I still like going out, walking yeah. and doing all this Same. shit. And so I started losing my fucking mind. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, I, I ain't never going to leave here, man. Yeah. But technically <laughs> I could just open the door and walk out. Yeah. But it was super hard mentally because I just. You know, I just wanted to be safe and I didn't want to leave. And so at a certain point, I called uh, Mariel up and I'm like, hey, I'm just going to walk outside with my mask. Mm-hmm. And she's like, are you serious? And I was like, fine, I guess I'll just fucking yeah. die in here then, bitch. <laughs> I know. So, I, so one of my friends gave me shit because I went out outside for a walk. So like, wow, you're just going to spread COVID everywhere. I was like, that's not how it works, bitch. I was like, bro, that, that test was from Monday, bro. Yeah. Like, I, I, and I got, obviously I got tested, but that was the thing too. When you talk about your senses, you don't realize like, how scary that shit is because I woke up, I think it was on Wednesday and I woke up and like, I was so congested in my nose and stuff, but I could still breathe out of this. So like every morning, like I'll just smell something to see and I couldn't smell anything. So I was like, Oh no. You still had your taste though. Yeah. So like I was tripping. I was like, fuck, I was trying to smell all this shit, but then I ate like these little gummies right by my bed and I couldn't taste them. Oh shit. I think it was just cause I, yeah, I think it was just cause I just woke up, you know, like when, when, when you have COVID, because even when you're congested, you could lightly taste something. It just yeah. doesn't taste as good. With COVID, uh, okay. you could taste zero. zero? Uh, okay. So when I was at the thing, people were dropping off like hot chips to me just to uh, see yeah. if I could eat it. <laughs> so I ate that one chip challenge thing. Mm. I ate one, nothing. Yeah, so my dumbass went to the bathroom and I had mouthwash and I like yeah. just real quick swallowed it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I can fucking taste it. Mind. I'm good. That shit woke me the fuck up. But I yeah, lost, like, I think when I was in there. So this is the weird thing about that is that when you lose your taste and smell, and I talked about this with Mario, was that mm-hmm. you're very, like the reason like, we like to eat is because food tastes hella good. There you go. So when we don't have that anymore, the only thing we're left with is how food makes you feel. So when I was eating stuff that wasn't good for me, I felt like shit. Yeah. Because I don't have any taste. Like that, <laughs> that fucking, that endorphin that you get from eating exactly, hella good isn't yeah. there. So I'm like, yo, this doesn't make me feel good. So I was just eating salad, fruit, whatever. And like lean proteins and soups. I lost like eight pounds. See, that- so COVID's good. Hey, everybody catch COVID. If you fat and nobody <laughs> loves you. Yeah, I know, bro. Catch that hey, Omarion. I think everybody's catching that shit because I don't even know where the fuck I got it from. Dog, you're probably the 11th person that I know that caught it. 11th? 10th? 10th or 11th? I'm like, I don't, there's only three. There's only three ways. The next door neighbor upstairs in that house that I live in yeah. that everybody fucking knows about. The guy upstairs was, I heard him cough a couple times throughout like the week. So I, maybe it was him. You know, we all share a bathroom. But then there's only one other person. And Dylan, the guy at Super Rare, got 
crazy sick one day. This was like on a Tuesday. I was working with him and he was over there coughing and he's out working shit. I was like sharing a sandwich with people. I was like, (laughs) I was like, AOD, like, you you sure you good, bro? And then we started making a joke. We're like, bro, I think you got COVID. Like, you're over here coughing up a storm. But he swears and claims he took like four tests and they were all negative. So I have zero idea where the fuck I got it from. From a you customer, got, you got it from that fool. I know. Hey, me and Josh. That's what me and Josh said hey, because Josh from- also got super fucking sick at work. Yeah, and you got it from him for yeah, sure. The only person that we knew that was sick was Dylan, but all of his tests kept coming up negative. Hey, did you so. see a photo of his test? Hey, no, I did not. But- <laughs> <laughs> it's just hey, wild. Dylan, you lied, bro. You get, he put up a random number. He goes, man, I took 16 tests. Yeah. Like, hey, people are doing tests. that too, bro. I, my friend told me a story about this kid um, from his work, right? So on Christmas Eve, before his shift, they were going to close early. He he told his his people like, oh, hey, uh, sorry. I think I came in contact with somebody with COVID. I can't come work. And then so they were just like, they were just like, all right. And then they said like, oh, well, can you take a test? Like, you know, go take a test, whatever like that. So he takes those at home tests. You know, they have the two lines, whatever. Uh, He showed me the picture. (laughs) Got a Sharpie. No, straight up drew it in with a blue pen. And the the line wasn't even straight and it was all messed up. And he sent it to them. And because that was before the five day thing, right, where they changed the quarantine five days. He's like, yeah, sorry, I guess I can't come to work for uh, 10 days. This fool's fucking lying. And dude. obviously they know like it's fake, right? Yeah. So then they waited. They're like, all right, let him take his 10 days off. Uh-huh. And they let him and right when he got back, they fired his ass. They're like, bro. <laughs> it's like you drew that in with the fucking Sharpie blood. <laughs> that shit's crazy. Literally, you could see on the photo, like blue marks on his hands. <laughs> I know. <laughs> He's like, holding it. There's like a, yeah, those yeah, little fucking like, First of all, that's a pregnancy test, bro. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't think I can come, fool. But, hey, man, I got like this light fever and shit, dog. <laughs> Fuck, man. Hey, you know what I really want to talk about i've been holding this in for so fucking long man and everybody look i know we got a lot of messages and it's been a while since uh this happened but we gotta talk about that jake paul tyrell woodley fight Mm. man i'll I'll tell you a couple of things like number one how many times can this man keep breaking my heart bro i (laughs) just motherfucker keep breaking my heart yeah i don't it's like weird because at that like I for the first fight, like I was kind of excited, like yo, I want to see this shit. That second fight, I literally gave no fuck at all. I just waited for somebody to rip it to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I was. Yeah, exactly. I, no, I'm. I'm. I mean, I went on the internet and watched that shit. Yeah. I didn't spend no money on that shit. But like, it was a day out. I remember I was sitting there playing video games and I was like, oh, all right, let me go and watch my, this. But yeah, my buddy Edric just sent me a clip of told me what happened, yeah. and so. When I watched it, I, I literally tweeted this. I was like, I, I looked at the clip, and this is no bullshit before I read anything about whatever. Mm-hmm. I saw it real quick, and I was like, and I tweeted, I'm like, he just planted and put his hand down and got hit in the face. I was like, yeah. I've never seen that before. Dude. And so the weirdest thing when you look at that stuff, right? And mind you, before going into this, I was rooting for Woodley, but I had a feeling Jake Paul was going to win. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just me because too, honestly. when you look at their number one boxing technique, Jake Paul just looks better. Yeah. Right? And he's taking it seriously. You can't knock the kid for that yeah. stuff, right? He's actually training. Yeah, he's actually training. And by the way, like people, you can't forget Jake Paul is also an actual athlete. Yeah. He was like a state wrestling, mm-hmm. you know, in one of like the toughest wrestling states ever. So. And he's young still. I think he was yeah. like 24 or some shit. For like real. Yeah, yeah. And so when you have Jake Paul, I was like, you know, listen, the first fight that we saw uh, Tyron Woodley box, that shit looked goofy <laughs> as fuck, bro. He he literally just didn't nothing do anything. I'm like, what's Dr. Pedro Diaz doing here, yeah. man? Like, you didn't fix his form. He looked all good in those mitt videos. He looked all good in the open workout. But when it came down, he was like 
original Tyron Woodley. Exactly. Let me stay back and try and counter. He seems a little not. I don't want to just be like insulting and say he's uncoachable, but he's been doing what he's been doing for so many years. Yeah. It's hard to break out of his MMA habits, Mm -hmm. especially because he was never a boxer. Yeah. He's a wrestler. He's a wrestler that had fucking speed and power. Yeah. So, you know, this kid too is also 30 pounds heavier than him. Mm -hmm. He's also 20 years younger. It's like, you know, the odds aren't in his favor. No matter what people keep putting this title YouTuber on Jake Paul, but he has a lot of money, some of the best coaches. Of course. And he's yeah. training his fucking ass Good off. Good diet, you know, mm-hmm. he has all that shit. But it, I, that whole fight was just really weird to me. And I, I have two people. I was watching it with my homie Smanson Bushta, right? Because I was like showing him on Discord so they could see it. And I don't know about you. I don't know how you feel about this. I don't know how everybody feels Set about this. up like a motherfucker. Right, so we're watching and literally, right? So he does this little... He does, Jake Paul does his little jab, comes back and has his, his right hand down. Right. And then he goes like this with his wrist. Yeah. And I literally say to Samantha Bush, I'm like, why is he doing that with his hand? And he does it. He does a jab again, does it again. I'm like, why is he doing that with his hand? And then all of a sudden he throws the hardest hook he's ever thrown. All of a sudden Tyron Woodley's hand comes down, which never, he wasn't doing that really. When he was parrying, his hands were like this. Yeah. All of a sudden, this one was super low. So let's just, let's just put this in. So this is what a lot of people are saying. And this is what people are saying who don't box, right? So, you know, listen, I'm not by no stretch of any means an amazing boxer, right? Mm -hmm. But we've been training for a few years now. And for somebody like me, who's not even an amateur boxer or whatever, right? This, these are very odd things that you see. You see somebody like Jake Paul, who, by the way, like I said, for the years that he's trained, he looks pretty decent, Mm -hmm. but he's still sloppy. Yeah. It's, he's not good boxer. Yeah. He's just, he's fighting against people that are making him look okay. He's, he's pretty sloppy, right? Only because like he doesn't have the time and experience, Mm -hmm. right? When he has time and experience, I bet you he's going to be amazing. So coming from that perspective, right? Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. My lovely genius brain farts. This podcast is brought to you by Fume. Ever tried to break a bad habit and felt like you're climbing Everest and flip-flops? Yeah, we've been there too. But here's a breath of fresh air. Fume. It's not about giving up. It's about switching up, baby. Fume takes your habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and a whole lot more enjoyable. What is Fume, you ask? Fume is an innovative, award-winning, flavored air device that does just 
fat instead of vapor. Fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, fume uses delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy that makes replacing your bad habit easy. I keep one in my car just because I'm a fidgety guy. And guess what? I'd be puffing on that delicious herbal tea vapor, my friends. Nothing bad for you in there. And definitely, definitely fun to use. My friends, start the year off right with the good habit by going to tryfume.com slash genius and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving the listeners of the show 10% off when they use my code genius to help make starting the good habit that much easier. Start the good habit at tryfume.com slash genius to save 10% off the journey pack today. Hey all, it's David So, and if you want to listen to Genius Brain without ads, now you can. Just go to geniusbrain.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting my show too. That's geniusbrain.supercast.com. Thanks. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. We talk about BetterHelp a lot on this show. And this month, we're discussing some of the stigmas around mental health. For example, some people think you should wait until things are unbearable to go to therapy, but that isn't true. Therapy is a tool to utilize before things get worse, and it can help you to avoid those lows. Many people think therapy is for so-called crazy people, but therapy doesn't mean something's wrong with you, man. It means you recognize that all humans have emotions and we need to learn how to control them and not avoid them. I've used BetterHelp and found a counselor that I enjoyed and it's super easy and convenient and you might like it too. You have nothing to lose. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions, my friends, with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. And it's much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Genius Brain listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash genius. That's betterhelp.com slash genius. The way he threw this overhand was textbook perfect. Yeah. Step in, great form. It looked like a it looked like a pad session training <laughs> yeah. overhand hook, which was, I was like, damn, that was like a textbook hit. Yeah. You never see fighters throw like this, Mm-mm. especially when you're in the heat of fighting, right? And yep. they were already late into the round. Exactly. Here's the other weird thing, right? That a lot of people are saying, he goes, yo, he was setting up body shots all the time, which is why Tyron Woodley got hit. Well, let me tell you guys something, you fucking dummies. That dummies. doesn't make any sense. Do you know why? Because if he was waiting for the body shot, right? Why the fuck would he turn in for the headshot? Exactly. He would have Close the gap between his hip to block the body shot. He didn't do that. No. He dropped his head and he turned Twist. into the shot. Exactly. That's why it was so sus. For anybody who watches boxing, mm-hmm. we're like, okay, so if he was setting up a body shot, right? And you said that, oh, Tyron Woodley was being set up for it. That means he would anticipate the body shot. Yep. He didn't anticipate the body shot at all. Mm-hmm. He anticipated the head shot and yep. he turned before the hit and then he got knocked out. And the thing with that too is... I saw some people saying that, no, well, he twisted his head because he saw the body shot. That, I was like, he that doesn't did, make any sense. No, no, he went like this. They they happened at the exact, exact same, same time. time. So if he sees the head shot, so he's reacting to it, why the fuck is he putting his arm down? Exactly. Anybody that's skilled, especially his level, should know, be like, oh, let me bl- 
let me try and swipe down at a body shot, even though I know a headshot's coming. Exactly. I, I just remember right when it happened, they were like, well, what do you think about it? I'm like, that shit looks fake. Yeah. That shit looks so fake. And they're like, what do you mean? I was like, look what he, he's signaling it, also, bro. Also, too, just, just to put it in perspective, people, you get knocked out by the shots you don't see coming. Mm-hmm. He literally saw, saw the coming. shot coming. He turns perfectly to the shot. That's how you, that's how you fake knockout hits in movies. Yep. So, like, like I said, I'm not not rooting for Jake Paul, but it was very fucking odd. Everybody who saw that was like, wait, hold on a second. <laughs> what, what the fuck? Why was it so textbook perfect? Mm-hmm. Why did he do this weird twitch? And this is the dumbest thing. They go, anybody who boxes knows that when you're boxing, you, your gloves get a little loose. You do this to kind of, you know, nah. tighten your gloves. Never. Nah. You never do. What the fuck are you talking about, dude? Bruh. Your it- shits are wrapped fucking tight, tight. this mm-hmm. by the way doesn't do anything mm-hmm. you would literally do this you would pull exactly. down on That's your what glove. I'm about to say especially with those 10 ounces i don't know like what they remember i sell gloves like that's one of my jobs is i work at a fight shop the the only those 10 ounce gloves a lot of them are made with horsehair so when you see people pushing like this they're packing it they're yeah they're packing it or they're actually moving around the padding so you actually are hitting a lot more with your knuckle than the actual glove this that don't do anything. To me, what that looked like to me was, oh, he's signaling like, hey, get ready. Remember that punch that we talked about that we said I was going to throw later on? And then I rewatch it. Watch it close for everybody at home. I want you to watch it close. Look at Tyron's face. At one point when they do one of these, Tyron goes, I don't know if you've seen that. From what I've seen, Ty- to me, it looked like Tyron went yeah, really quick like this. Like a nod. Like he knew like, all right, this shit's coming. And this is the weird thing too. So you've seen Jake Paul box, right? <clears throat> Whenever he connected, he got hyped. Mm-hmm. When he knocked out time, when he kind of just walked off real smooth. I'm like. Yeah. And the, the, just Tyron the whole week. No boxer. When they knock out somebody clean like that goes, oh, cool. Yeah, I know. They, go, they get fucking hyped, yep. especially some guy like him. You saw what happens when he connected anything in the previous fight. He was super hyped up. Exactly. So yep. it just seems super. Everything did it. Was seemed odd. <clears throat> Him knocking out Tyrone Woodley is not odd. How it was done was exactly. very, very fucking weird. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. That shit was set up. Look at Tyron throughout the week. Yeah. Like he was, it was just weird, hey, bro. Let's talk about this, dog. I've never seen somebody look so cute receiving a gift. <laughs> no, he's like, He's like, like, no. Hey, yo, let, let's reenact this real quick. Yeah. This is me giving you the watch. You beat Tyron Woodley. Hey, I got this gift for you. You see this one? Hey, did, hey. <laughs> hey. All right, I'm going to accept. I'm going to accept. I'm going to accept. This one literally went hey. like this. I saw this one go like this. He went, he's like, I did. <laughs> he's like, all right, all right. Hey, all right, bet. Hey, he wild, though. But all right, bet. What's up, this Ariel? Fool, hey, I've never seen a chocolate man blush so hard in my life, man. This fool, I, I would have thought this fool was giving him pussy. Yeah. That, Bro. That whole thing. Honestly, you know, they kept talking about oh. this. If he knocks out Jake Paul... I'm gonna pay, we'll pay him an extra five hundred thousand. I would not be surprised if in that contract is let us knock you out and we'll give, give you, you an extra five hundred thousand. That think, shit was so weird to me, bro. I think that's like the biggest shame. Like, at, at the end of the day, man. Um, listen, I'm not no conspiracy theorist, whatever. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm just talking about somebody who loves the sport of boxing, who has watched boxing now for a solid five years consistently. Yep. That shit. Looked so odd. And mm-hmm. like I said, just to preface this, I am not not rooting for Jake Paul. 
Yep. Like I, I legit was hyped to see him um, box Tommy Fury because I wanted to see how good he got. Yeah. Right. Because at the end of the day, I'm a YouTuber. So is he. So I'm kind of already going to root for the YouTuber, yeah. even if I don't like them. It's kind of cool to see somebody that young and that motivated to step in a ring and fight real fighters. Yep. So coming from that perspective, it made me lose a lot of respect for him. Like for Jake Paul, I lost a shit ton of respect for him. I'm like, bro, what are you so scared about? Like yep. you're the younger, stronger f- fighter. You would have been fine. Or even if you did lost, nothing would have happened to his no, reputation. Nothing. That's the thing. I, I said that about Tyron. The whole the, the reason why I wasn't excited about this, especially the second one, was if he wins, it's not like everybody's gonna be like, hell yeah. Everybody's gonna be like, yeah, he's supposed to. Exactly. Like it's not there, it's like a lose-lose for Tyron no matter what. If he goes in there and knocks out Jake Paul, everybody's like, all right, cool. Yeah, he should be knocking him out. And then he loses and now he's just a fucking meme. And because the sad thing about that is too, because anybody can talk shit about Mayweather, mm-hmm. but at least when Mayweather steps up, he don't lose to take the chance. Exactly. Yeah. Like Tyron. You didn't have to lose to take this check. He makes the other people lose to take the check. <laughs> exactly. he, hit, he, he barely touches them and they go flying exactly. across the ring. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, this is, it, it was kind of sad because, you know, you have to realize with somebody like Tyron Woodley, he is at the time when he was the reigning champ in the UFC, he was considered one of the pound mm-hmm. for pound greatest fighters in the UFC. Comparing him to GSP and shit. Exactly. Yeah. George Rush St. Pierre. Mm-hmm. They're like, it was debatable. People were saying, okay, Who's better now? Is it Tyron Woodley or is it GSP? That was the conversation that he was in. And I know what a lot of people are going to think because we're on this like Takashi 6ix9ine type of shit where it's like, uh, who cares about that stuff if you're making money? Yeah. I guess. But there's other ways to make money and you don't have to disrespect the sport. Exactly. And you don't have to disrespect yourself like that. And at the end of the day, I understand a lot of people are going to say otherwise. You might write comments like, oh, what the fuck do you know? Blah, blah, blah. Mm. I've done boxing. No. Please, if you have watched <laughs> boxing your whole life, even yeah. three, four years, you know how sus that shit looked. Mm-hmm. Even the first fight people thought was sus, right? I didn't actually really think that the first fight was suspicious. I just thought it was just time really looking yeah, like well, shit. Yeah, he hit him and he went into the ropes and everybody's like, oh, look, see, he didn't do it. I was just like, no, nah, I mean... Whatever the it's Tyron Woodley being Tyron yeah. Woodley, dude. Yeah, everybody acts like you know. Every I feel like everybody that says that doesn't watch MMA, obviously, and yeah. they think that Tyron is some like volume guy that goes in there and does it. that. That's Tyron Woodley. He'll hit you. Obviously, in the UFC, it's different because if you get knocked down and the ref stops it, it's done. It's not boxing where you can keep coming back and get a ten count. So uh, even that first fight, I was kind of just like, nah, that's what Tyron looks like. This fight, I was like, hey, this shit's sus, bro. Yeah. Like, that shit was so suspicious to me. That was my first thought. I noticed him start doing this with his hand. He didn't do it the whole fight. And then all of a sudden starts doing this. And I'm just like, why is he doing that? Then he throws a big punch. I'm like, that's why he was doing yeah, that. He threw like, it literally looked like he was hitting a pad. Yeah. How he threw that shot. Mm-hmm. It was so fucking set up. In what pro boxing fight have you seen somebody throw something that textbook? Yeah. It's very rare if you and far between. And that's not going to happen with somebody who's been boxing three years. That's what I just want to. I want to see him fight. Like, I just want to see him fight. Even Tommy Fury now. Like, when I looked, when I started reading and, you know, looking at Tommy Fury's record and shit. And then, like, the last guy he fought. You're kind of just like, dude, that is a 
pretty winnable fight for Jake Paul, I think. Yeah, I thought it would be, you know, for me, it's like, it's even. Like, this is, these guys are at the similar level. Yeah. So let's see what's up, because it's not like Tommy Fury, the people that he boxed to, looked that great either. No. And he didn't look that great in his last fight. Dude, though, yeah, exactly. That was the thing. E- granted, though, same with Jake Paul. They're both, they were both fighting MMA wrestler fighters. Exactly. Right? So it's different for a boxer. And I, I always, always say this, too. Every time, like, when we go spar and stuff like that, it's it's normal. But right when you spar somebody that's, say that's not that hasn't been training that well or this very awkward they start hating you with the most shit because you're just like what the fuck like it's Mm -hmm. just not normal so it's the same with these wrestlers you know they got to adapt to it but i want to see the contract like yeah like jake paul and tyron woodley show us the fucking contract Mm -hmm. because i guarantee you because at the end of the day for them if it's not a big deal if you want to shut people up you just show people the contract exactly you're not going to because a hundred percent cash bro that's so it there's something in, like I, I like i said i think that 500k wasn't for tyron to knock him out i think it was for him to let him get knocked out like i said the way that fool blushed when he got that fucking <laughs> watch, bro you thought he was asking hey, you heard a, a little tee come out too he's like this said, okay Okay, Zaddy, I didn't know you felt about me that He's like, shit, that's why I got that zat of you. <laughs> shit. I thought he's he was like, giving him a Birkin back or something, bro. And then the way Tyron's acting after, right? He's like posting the video of him that's getting knocked out. That's what I'm out. saying. You're just like. Nah, this shit. is so unlike him. Yeah, I don't know. That shit's weird, bro. I, I still think the best thing out of all of it was the post where there's like, ever since Tyron Winley dropped, I'd beat your ass. He got his, <laughs> he's, oh, he's only got his ass beat. Which is so And sad. there's that one meme with that guy with his face who's like, yeah, <laughs> like this, and it was like uh, Tyron Woodley to his kids. Hey, go clean up your room. The kids, kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna beat your ass. Yeah, I'll beat your ass. Like, yeah. You ain't gonna beat nothing. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's it's a bummer though. Like I don't know how you feel, but like there's a lot of people saying that like it fucks up with Tyron's legacy. I just don't. For me, it don't. Just mm. because it is boxing and like how I look at it, he was never a boxer, so it's not like I expected him to come into boxing and just like run you know do shit he was really good in mma that's how i'm always gonna remember him obviously you're gonna remember this now because he got knocked out by jake paul and shit but for me it's like it's mma he he was he was really good in mma i don't think anybody touches kamar uzman now so i can't say that tyron's the goat um or even close to it to me it's i think kamaru i don't know about you but kamaru motherfucking monster kamaru is he's just not human like how he you know what it is about him too he still fights like he doesn't have a belt exactly that's what makes him so hard to be such a competitor like he, he comes he has the michael jordan mentality mm-hmm. like he'll walk into the center of the octagon he's like you gonna fucking rape my daughter it's like yeah. yo daughter say none of that he's like hey bro no, no, we just fighting he's like oh you say you're gonna slit my daughter's throat and kill me okay they're like no nah, no nah, we just you see the dude in the octagon he's looking hella worried like, and the rest like uh, I, the ref wants a new ref to come in. He's like, wait, hold on. Time you out. see Gilbert Burns like, hey, hey time out. <laughs> hey, yo, time out real quick. Man. He's like, like, never mind. We friends, remember? But shit. even with the whole Gilbert Burns thing, he's like, he's trying to take off. He's trying to take my baby's like food from yeah. her. And he's, Gilbert's like, I never said that. <laughs> trying to take food off my baby plate. Like, <laughs> I'm not, but okay. Yo, when Gilbert was like, I never said that. <laughs> he's like, I, I never said any of this. Yeah. He's like, no, he has the Michael Jordan mentality. It's like, I'm going to find something to hate you about, even if I love yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Dude, did you see the audio that they released between uh, Kobe Covington yeah, and Kamaru? Kobe. That shit was tight. <laughs> yeah, Kobe's like, it's, what, was, what was he saying? It's like, he's like, I'm just trying to make this money. Yeah, this yeah. business, man, I respect you. Yeah, it's all business. It's all love. That's what he say. It's all love. 
So love was trying to build the fight. Yeah. So yeah, but then Kobe's ass went and started talking shit afterwards again. Yeah, but he has to because that's his thing. Yeah, it's his I, thing. I, I, I really do love that though because everybody who talks about Kobe Covington on a personal level says he's the nicest fucking I know, guy. Huh? Yeah. So definitely, I mean, for him too, if you guys don't know the background of Kobe Covington, he was going to get cut from the UFC. Mm-hmm. Not because of his skills, not because he wasn't fucking Yeah, because he was up. winning still too. He was winning. He was winning. It's just during that time in the UFC, people didn't respect grapplers. Like yeah. they thought it was super fucking boring. And it was the Connor era. Mm-hmm. Like you needed to be screaming. You needed to be yelling and mm-hmm. shit like that. But I'm, I'm glad that now in the UFC, people are starting to appreciate the actual mixed martial arts of the yeah. sport. So the way that Kobe was taking people out was high volume, taking mm-hmm. to the fence, take them down and start smashing their face. <clears throat> but people wanted to see the Connor McGregor, a yeah. lot of striking only. And so during that time, the the UFC was like, "Look, you don't have numbers. We're just going to cut you." Even though he was fucking winning, yeah, he's beating everybody. And that, but that's the thing too. It's like, I, like I'm saying, I'm happy it's changed because you're starting to see now people don't really need to talk that much. They just need to win, right? And Col- like, if Kamaru's not there, Colby's the champ. Yeah, like I mean, unless my boy Hamzat just comes in there and just fucking wrecks I, everybody. I don't even know how Hamzat is getting to 170 pounds. This podcast is brought to you. By ButcherBox, my brain farts. Let's talk about a dream come true. I love ButcherBox. For those of you who don't know, ButcherBox is a subscription service that gets you high-quality meat, period. You don't need to search for those labels in the grocery store to make sure you're getting the good stuff. They do it for you because that's all you're going to get. High-quality shit. My personal favorite cut of meat to grill up is always that ribeye, baby. Grill that breezy over a hot flame and grub like a mofo. That succulent rib cap on top attached to that fat, meaty eye of just delicious meat. My mouth is watering. You already know. I did that with my butcher box ribeyes over a hot flame and plate Your boy was sent to flavor town. Remember, no antibiotics are added or hormones in these things. So you already know your meat choice is fresh and it's packed fresh and shipped frozen straight to your door for a limited time. Butcher Box is offering new members a great deal for the new year. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash brain and you'll receive the ultimate New Year's bundle in your first box. This deal includes ground beef, chicken thighs, and pork butt, and that's more than seven pounds of meat added to your first box for free. Get this New Year's bundle before it's gone by going to butcherbox.com slash brain. Dude, it's like 6'2". I just saw a video of him standing next to Jan Blakovich. Have you seen that? <laughs> no, they're like the same size. They're the same exact fucking size. And Jan Blakovich is a big 205er. He's huge. So I'm like, Dan, yeah, I mean, uh, Hamza had trouble making weight at his last fight too. Yeah. He almost missed it. So I, I think Hamza probably has maybe one more year at 170 and yeah. he can't reach it anymore because he's definitely draining himself to the max. Yeah. He is twice the size of everybody in that weight class. And I'm not even nervous because... Half of his fights are at middleweight and he'd fucking smash them too. He but, could fight at 205 if he wanted to. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it'll be a little more troublesome for him, but I don't think so at the same time. I think he gives a lot of people trouble. But the the, the biggest thing is like when Hamza tries to grapple somebody who's 205, who's naturally at 230, yeah. it's going to be a different story. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I don't know. The sport's weird right now because like where we were talking about how it's more, it's mixed martial arts. And then you hear this shit. Do you hear what, how Dana's been talking about Connor? Mm-mm. All right, so everybody knows I'm a. I don't. I do not like Conor Tisla. McGregor. Fucking, he's a Conor hater. I'm a Conor hater. <laughs> he's a scouser. Yeah. 
the he's all like when the, now these people are like oh so like you know connor's talking about he wants a title shot that's definitely oh not gonna God, definitely not gonna happen right and you would expect dana white to be like oh yeah no he needs to win a fight right because he, he, has, he doesn't want to fight and see he's like well we we'll see we'll see i'm like what do you mean we'll see don't we'll see there's no we'll see he does not i've and i saw this interview i'm like why is it even like in question that he's gonna get a title fight he won one fucking fight at lightweight which was like in 2016 against eddie alvarez who to me was just eddie alvarez it was just one of those perfect timing and places he beat rda cool lost you know he got knocked out by connor Connor never defended the belt. He never defended it so long that they stripped him of that one and the featherweight belt, which he didn't defend as well. And then he gets to keep coming back and having these title fights. Never won. Only beat Donald Cerrone, who's on a seven-fight losing streak. Like, how is he getting these? Like, and how you is know, it even in the... For me, too, as somebody... Like, I'm a Connor fan, right? But in the recent years, I'll be honest with you, I don't care to watch him fight. Who wants? <laughs> Bro! I don't care to watch him fight. It's like... It, I, we were just talking about this yesterday and you know everybody's like oh like even i was kind of still even charles Oliveira, he's just like oh yeah he has a good chance to knock him out but i'm like let's think about this real quick the last person he knocked out what like cold was who jose aldo that's like, right eddie alvarez was a tko and it was that lightweight right he fought dustin twice couldn't put him away dustin knocked him out you know, he he TKO'd Cerrone with those shoulder strikes. I'll tell you this. Put in this new and improved Aldo against fucking Connor now. Oh, Let's see what's up. Of course, bro. Dude, and the, here's the thing. How do we know that he has real knockout power at lightweight? We don't. Yeah, this has been like a thing that's built up. But I was sitting there thinking about it yesterday. I'm like, wait, how do we know? Like, that's our thing. When everybody talks about, oh, yeah, like, put them in there with that. He'll knock him out. How do we know he's going to knock him out? We haven't seen him not. We haven't seen him like go on a tear and knock out all these people like he was at featherweight. That was featherweight. Lightweight's different. These people are big. Dustin Poirier is a big lightweight. When Charles Oliveira was standing across from him, I was like, Charles Oliveira is fucking big. huge now, yeah. dude. When he was a first, when he was first at lightweight, he was small, and now he's Charles really. Charles Oliveira too is such a weird guy because you want to talk about somebody who has a slow start. Oh yeah, <laughs> this fool just goes in the first round. He goes, "Hey, my plan is I'm going <laughs> to get fucked up, yeah. super hard in the hey, first round." He's like, "Hey, knock me out, almost knock me out first round, please." But second round, <laughs> y'all gonna get it. <laughs> That's what, yeah, we this me, game plan. <laughs> me and Nick talked about that once. We like imagine like at a press conference and Charles Oliver's looking. He's like, "Yeah, that first round you're almost gonna win, but that second round I'm gonna finish you." <laughs> That's his. That's his fucking game plan. Yeah, he's like, like "Let him almost talking finish." Bad shit. They go, "I'll fucking kill you." He goes, "Well, guess what." First round, I'm gonna let you hit me as much as you want. <laughs> First round, you might actually kill me. But yeah. second round, I'm gonna win. You gonna be doing pad movement on my face all day. In I, fact, I'm a I'm gonna bleed too. I, after like honestly, like watching people like Charles Oliver, just because I've been watching UFC forever. Like I've been, I I was watching UFC when Matt Sarah was still fighting in it, yeah. right? Like I was watching on Spike TV when I was a kid. So watching it now, it's just like to see him how he's come up because i've seen him lose i've watched him lose i've watched him win watch him lose i'm such a big fan of charles Oliveira now like i'm at the point where honestly like this is an unpopular opinion i don't think anybody's gonna beat him right now i think islam i don't think islam can beat him either i think because of his jujitsu you've seen big how dangerous bro and his striking is so good now and he's just big bro he manhandled tony 
He's taking big shots from Michael Chandler. Damn, I forgot about Tony, dude. He's not even in the picture anymore. To me. No, exactly. He manhandled Tony. Like he threw him around. He took big shots by Chandler, who we've seen Chandler can put people away. Took huge shots by Dustin, who we know Dustin can put away. So he obviously has a chin now. His striking's really good, and his jujitsu is so dangerous. You know, it, it's going to be a really interesting fight too with Benil Dariush and Islam. Exactly. Because Benil Dariush is a fucking beast. He's a beast. You saw what the fuck he did to Tony Ferguson? Exactly. He beat the shit out of him too. Mm-hmm. He arguably beat the shit out of him worse than fucking, uh, uh, what's his face did? Um, uh, Charles? Yeah. Yeah. Like he manhandled mm-hmm. the fuck out of Tony Ferguson. He couldn't do shit. Yeah. So it kind of makes me wonder, like these, these fight, like if you guys don't watch fighting, <clears throat> now is the time to watch oh, it in the so UFC. it's so exciting, dude. Even the prelim fights are fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Like, I've I've never seen some of the craziest knockouts happen. Yeah. Bro, Ty Tuivasa. Bro, dude. Talk. I thought, I fought, bro, if we I had a shoe right him. now, I'd be drinking out of that <laughs> shit right now, bro. Bro. Full, I thought he killed him. The way that, and here's why. It's crazy. Because we're both big dudes. The guy he beat, is a big dude. He's like 6'3". Augusto like, Sakai? Augusto Sakai. And he's like 200. He cuts weight for a heavyweight. He felt like as he just got shot in the brain. Yeah. I was like, oh His my. His knee collapsed. I was like, oh my God, dude. Ty, you saw what they just announced for Ty, right? Who's he fighting? Hot take. They just announced today Ty Tuivasa versus Derek Lewis in Houston next month. <laughs> oh my god i know bro Dog, you want to talk about a nuclear war i'm so excited for that one i'm excited but i'm not because i don't want either to lose i oh here's the thing the reason why number one when i look at tai tui vasa he looks like a fun guy yeah but you could tell he's also kind of an asshole like okay, doesn't yeah. give a fuck uh-huh. but <laughs> i like tai tui vasa just because i want to see him do a shoey <laughs> i know bro i do i did i've done shoeys every time he wins i do why a fucking shoey fuck would you do a shoey because that I'm a fucking guy, bro. FTA from the area, baby. Hey, you want to know how you caught COVID, bro? <laughs> hey, now that's my shoes, though, blood. <laughs> hey, I drink out my shoe. That shit, especially if I don't wear clean socks, because sometimes, you know, I double up on a day. Like the, the bro, molecules and shit. Yeah, the immune no, no, system no. be strong you, right now. Dog, you, hold on. Why are you doubling up on sock days, dog? Bro, sometimes when you wake up, honestly, the worst, bro. When I was a kid... Like, I, I, have, I have natural just, smelly feet, right? This motherfucking dog. You too old to be doubling up on socks. <laughs> when, I was, when I was a kid, this is like almost low-key embarrassing, but we used to, I used to wear the same sock because I used to share clothes with two brothers, right? And all shit like that. And I would wear socks that were literally like this, stale hard because they were so dirty. But I would put those bitches on and I'd be like, all right, let's go to school, but My feet used to smell so Alex, bad. Alex, what the Fuck, bro. And I was back in the Wait, day. Wait, why though. were they so stiff though? Just because, like, we all just went through them and they were dirty and Dog. we never watched. <laughs> bro, I swear Alex, to God, they were, they were no. like this. They were just stale. <laughs> That's probably because one of your brothers jacked off. I know. Huh? And y'all, like, hey, I'm just going to fucking. Bro, but from, I think just from years, like, my feet naturally are just smelly because I'll get a brand. I've tried it out too. I got brand new shoes. I got brand new socks for enough for the whole month. He's got right? sweaty feet. And they just, no matter fucking what, my shoes will smell at the end of that month. It just doesn't matter. You, you, your feet sweat a lot? My feet do sweat a lot. Yeah. So that's why I like to wear, like, I'm Birkenstocks. I have flip flops and Crocs because they're just open. So, like, my feet yeah, can I breathe. Yeah. I mean, I know, like, people who's, who's, 
they got sweaty ass feet. It, it just it's gonna smell just because it's so moist. In yeah, there. it just it gets hot no matter what. You got to put that foot powder, that gold bond shit. Dog. I know, but that should feel weird in there, bro. You have it's to like, though. That's what my buddy had to do. Because so when I used to work at the men's warehouse, mm-hmm. you know, you're wearing leather shoes because you're wearing a dress shoes. Yeah, that shit don't breathe at all. Yeah, it just suffocates your feet. It's like a sauna in there. Mm-hmm. And so every time, like let's say if I had work. And then the homies are like, yo, come over. I'm like, I got to go home first, bro. I got to wash these things <laughs> yeah, off. Bro. Y'all about to smell some cheese real soon. Yep. It would smell so bad. One of my best friends, this fool, because we used to work at the same same spot. <laughs> this <laughs> motherfucker. We went to go uh, kick it with our homegirl. And when we were at a place, like this fool was kind of worried that his feet were smelling. And I wasn't thinking about it, but she left the room. And then I was like doing my own shit. And I turned to the right and I legit saw this fool do this. <laughs> he went. smelling his feet i was like what are you doing dog he's like you caught me (laughs) you caught me you caught me bro bro i just for me it's just people know like still to this day like sometimes like i'm just like fuck bro my feet smelled and it's weird like you like i think i've gotten used to especially when i was a kid i was so used to it that i didn't smell it anymore Bro. So I remember this one time, like they were so bad, right? So my dad was like, hey, uh, he wanted to go to the movies. So we went to Harkin Cedar, right? So we go in there and my dad, my dad's so weird, bro. Like one of the things he used to do, right? He used to buy a big popcorn and he used to get little water cups. You'd ask him for water cups and scoop in popcorn and give us our cups. So we had little cups of popcorn, right? And this motherfucker, he's like, oh, just give it to me in the you give You give it to him. He's like, huh. I'm like, but you're the one that wants to do this. Like, <laughs> just let us grab it then. But um, we were sitting there in the middle of a movie. And, you know, I I move a lot. Like, I move my feet a lot and shit. And then all of a sudden, my dad's like, hey, guys, we got to go. We got to go. I forgot something at the house. Like, deep, like, right in the middle of the movie. We're like, oh, what the fuck? So we get out and we're walking. And my dad's just all pissed off. So we're like, hey, what'd you forget? He's like, I'm forgetting nothing. Your feet fucking smell. He's like, <laughs> He's like, I'm not gonna. Yo. S- <laughs> You're fucking grounded. Yeah. He literally went, I'm not gonna sit in there and fucking smell your feet for the whole fucking movie. I can't even pay attention. Dog, you have to. <laughs> yo, Alex, yo, you gotta understand. Uh, this is funny. a man who used to clean your shit and he could withstand that. So <laughs> smelled your feet. He's like, hey, hey, we gotta get the fuck out of here, man. Hey, straight up mid movie. He's like, he played it off to you. He's like, hey, guys, I forgot something at the house. We have to go. <laughs> Like, I can't even fucking pay attention. You're just like, oh, my like hey, listen, Alex, I've been going through depression for six years. <laughs> I never thought about killing myself. But when I smelled your feet, I thought about ending my life. He's like, I was dead close. Dead close. I, I went to your mom. I was like, this is your fault. This is from your side of the family. Yeah, bro. But even when you were a kid, your feet smelled that bad. That's oh. because y'all would keep switching socks. No, no, my feet were the worst when I was a kid. Like nowadays, like. It's just, they don't get too bad nowadays, but I, I'm a motherfucker that can make flip-flop stink. Like, I don't... Like, hey, hey, that's my shit right there. Hey. That's on your fucking Tinder profile. Yeah, I can make a fucking flip-flop stink. Hey, but, that's uh, a fucking bar, dude. I know. Hey, new song dropping, flip-flop stink coming through. Duh. Gonna have David on the course. You yeah, already know I, what it is. I'm gonna make a flip-flop stink. <laughs> flip-flop stink, but... No, yeah, I, I don't know what it is, but when I was a kid, I think that's what it was. It's just all those years of just wearing dirty socks and dirty shoes. And we only got shoes. We got a new pair of shoes like every once every school year, right? Until 
I started oh. working and making money. Hey, people don't know when you're poor, like you would wear those shoes until like the bottom would start flapping. Oh, yeah, they would peel off and you had to say you had that shoe wasn't just for school either. That shoe was for every Everything. day. Every every single day going out, all that stuff. So isn't that shit kind of wild though when you look back at like how broke we were? Oh yeah. A lot of kids don't know. Like when I see them with like brand new J's mm-hmm. and all these different shoes that they're flipping in and out, like it's nothing. Bro, I would wear shoes like like I remember the the first time I ever got a uh, name brand shoes. It was at a Nike outlet mm-hmm. and I got these Air Maxes with the bubbles in it. Yeah. And man, I was hyped. <laughs> but you best believe I wore that shit till the bubble popped. Of it course. Cracked. Yep. <laughs> you know when you wear something so thin, you can see the bubble through the bottom of the shoe? Yeah. That's how bad it was. And you know, it would be super hot. Mm-hmm. When you play ball, it would just like peel off eventually because the asphalt was yep. so hot. That's the thing. You had to use them for PE. You had to use them for everything. And I remember even being as a kid, like that's where we went. Arizona Mills is like an outlet mall, right? So we used to go to like the old sports authority and go to like the clearance shoes already at a fucking outlet store, right? And you'd get those. But even as a kid, we were just like, all right, like just get black and white ones because they'll match with everything mm-hmm. just because like they're going to go with everything. I remember one year I got fucking gray ones and just like I was so mad because I felt like they matched with nothing. Yeah. And I had to go to whole school year with like gray fucking shoes. And then we started going to school in Awatuki with all these rich kids. And then my friend's like, oh, I got these extra shoes. You want them? I was like, hell yeah. I'll take hell, them yeah, my feet stink, bro. <laughs> yeah, I was like, give me these shoes. That'd be so funny. They're giving you shoes because your feet stink. They're like, know, huh? hey, bro, we got like 17 pairs. We could give you just fucking fix this <laughs> I'm like, problem, I'm dog. like, nah. They're like, nah, you taking these <laughs> shoes, bro. Like, nah, I can't. Nah, you, nah, you take yeah. me. I'll fuck you up. Take yeah. these fucking shoes. I still shoes. remember once I went to my friend, my old friend, John Malone's house. And he, they were in like, they're super rich, right? And stuff. And I went there and I took off my shoes and my feet fucking reeked, bro. And it was like a big ordeal. Like his mom asked, like, I guess hey, later on, like, did hey, somebody shit? Like your friend's <laughs> feet smell. And I remember the next time I came over, he's like, hey, just try to make sure your feet don't smell. <laughs> I was like, fuck, bro. It's like, hey, I'm a little embarrassed that now, shit was like That shit was like eighth grade too. That's why I bink, bink that fool up because that's when we were using gloves and we was fighting was in the like, backyard. Hey, I thought we sparred lightly. Nah, your mom said my feet stink. Nah, fuck you, bitch. I'm going to make you smell these feet while you knocked out. <laughs> hey, guys. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. If you guys love Alex, please send him some shoes. <laughs> Yo, yeah, baby. Send my boy some fresh shoes, some tough acting, tenacting. Rest in peace, John Madden. Yes. Passed away. R.I.P. John Madden, Tough acting, tenacting. Send my yeah. man some hey, gold bond. And, and fuck all those people in the Ahmaud Arbery case. They all got fucking life without parole. I don't know if you saw that shit Let's today. Let's go. Fuck all Let's those motherfuckers. Go. It's about time. Hell yeah. But you can catch Alex at Lift God. Tell him how to spell it. L-I-F-F-G-O-D-D, baby. Let's Check go. Check him out at his uh, photography page, too. Yep. L-I-F-F-P-I-C-S. <laughs> Lift Lift his, baby. And you can catch Genius Brains every Sunday at 12 p.m. We're still not sure if we're going to do twice a week. We're still waiting on this deal to happen. If it does, you'll have it again twice a week. But if not, you got us Sundays every 12 p.m. Sundays. See y'all next time. Bye. Peace. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience 
and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.